Hi. Okay, so this, oh my god, I squealed like that and Bowden like awoke from his little nap. A little baby. Um, hi. So this episode is from an IG live I did. I'm doing this thing. It's like I do the IG live on my phone, but I record the audio on my computer and use it as a podcast episode. So it's like working harder, not smarter, motherfuckers, because that's how I roll. Um, if I had to like name myself, I'd want to name myself the sloth CEO. Like how much can I embody being a sloth and also make money doing what I love? That's my life experiment. And I'm, I kid you fucking not. I have been telling my like fucking parents that who don't, they don't get me. It's fine since forever i'd be like i don't know i want to figure out how to lay on the beach all day and like still make money so i'll let you know well it's going well so anyway whatever anyway any way this episode is a stream of consciousness in three main parts the first part is showing up on social media and seeing specifically women show up on social media and that I love it and I explain a little bit why I love it. And second part is what not to do in your marketing as a spiritual creator, especially if you're just starting out and you kind of get stuck in this thing that I talk about that's really, really common and I did it too for a hot minute, but luckily I got snapped out of it and realized, oh, okay, <laughs> that's not, that's not you know, that's not the vibe. And then part three, which really I think should be its own episode, and maybe it will be, is how I have been using quantum inner child work to navigate my experience right now of post-COVID fatigue, because I am struggling a little bit. And at first I was resisting it, and now I'm like, oh my god, I totally get it. Like, thank you so much for this experience. And I walk you through that a little bit. And also, like, as I was recording this, you know, I've had the brain fog. So brain fog and fatigue. And I haven't done the quantum inner child specifically on the brain fog yet. I'm going to do that today, actually, as I talk about it. But it kind of ties in, obviously, with the fatigue. And it's like, can I still just show up? You know, like, can I record a podcast episode that maybe doesn't make a lot of sense and I found myself saying that a lot as I was recording like does that make sense does that make sense and it's like yeah whatever like we can show up you're still worthy and valuable and brilliant and beautiful just how you are and I think that's the beauty of this social media landscape for women in business and we're really shifting the paradigm of marketing and selling where it's like we're connecting with a human and the more authentic and unfiltered and real someone is, the more I want to work with them. I want to hear what they have to say. I want to get into their workshop. I want to binge their podcast. Like it excites me. So that's a part of the lesson is like, can I just show up <laughs> like how my brain is working? And is that okay? Is it enough? So I hope you enjoy this episode. There's a few gems. I always love to hear from you. Like, what part did you like? What part did you want to hear more about? Um, yeah, so thanks for being here. I love you. Rate, subscribe, share. It helps me so much. 
Okay, bye. Okay. She's live. I'm live. I just figured I'd give this a shot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, haven't gone live in a while, and I was about to record a podcast episode, and I was like, well, why don't I just do it on IG Live? And then at the same time, I am recording the audio on my computer. So it's like repurposing. And I just have a few things that I wanted to share, talk about, chat about. If you listen to my podcast, which, hey, Reggie from Honduras. Cool. It always makes me so excited that we're all over the world. And... So there are a few things I just wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to go because that's how I do. So first things first is I wanted to talk about social media um, and specifically women showing up on social media. Uh, first thing I'm going to say is I love it. I love seeing women show up on social media. I look at life as a canvas, okay? We are artists, we are creators, um, humans, that's what we are. We are creative, expressive, incredible beings. And we all come from, obviously, in this plane on this earth different backgrounds different experiences we've cultivated different tools that help us remember our innate divinity and connection with one another and we all do it so uniquely and to be able to share that with one another and benefit from that sharing i think is one of the most beautiful parts of being human being alive and so I love seeing, and you know, when I say women, of course men too, of course, but specifically I think that social media, I'm pretty sure their percentage is, it's a higher percentage of women who use social media, and social media is really demonized a lot, it's really looked down upon, it's made fun of, and of course, because it's a tool that women mostly find really exciting to express and it's like a lot of things I feel like that women enjoy are made fun of you know and I really love seeing women in my local community start to like show their faces on their stories and talk about what they're doing and cry and laugh and dance and paint and explore and laugh and share i think it's such a beautiful tool and a beautiful thing so if you are a woman and you are just like afraid of showing up because there's people who will make fun of you or not get it i encourage you to remember that you are a creative artist that you are a creative being and when you show up on your stories or you whatever, make a reel where you're dancing, you're laughing, you're playing, 
like that's beautiful it's a part of ca the canvas you know of, of this life everything that you do is a piece of art and it's easy for other people to roll their eyes oh you're on instagram so much but like it's all how you use it that just shows how they see it and how they use it right so you get to choose and I've been really excited lately seeing, um, you know, I have a few women in mind just in my local community, like start to show up on their stories and share what they're going through. And I just think it's, I think it's exciting. I think it's beautiful. I think that there's potential for expansion and light and creativity within everything. And it's how you use it and it's how you express it. Um, yeah random but like someone needed to hear that including myself there's this quote that's like i think byron katie said it everything that you preach to others is what you need to hear so interesting right the other thing i'm noticing or just want to talk about is obviously i have a business right what is a business it's a container for energy exchange like it's really it's that's it. And I run a business and I use social media as my main form of expressing my business, exploring my business, sharing my business, you know. And I think that we've really come into a fascinating time where, again, you know, women can just go on fucking Instagram, create shit, and earn money for that. Like, that's amazing. That's an, that's, I've never done that before. And it's also what is selling now. It's social selling. Like you're connecting with a real human. You're exchanging services. You're creating, you know, it's like, it can all be so exciting and so beautiful. And I, it's crazy. I've just seen so much like ripping on social media. Um, and it's really not true that you're not in the moment if you're on social media, that's not true, right? It's like, again, when people say stuff like that, they're just giving themselves away, I think, because I think this can all be fun and connective and exciting. And I find it fun and connective and exciting. And if I'm overthinking it, then I got to go do my Kundalini, you know, like, it's all the balance. So one thing that I see a lot <clears throat> with marketing in um, mostly, I mean, believe it or not, I don't scroll as much as you'd think. I don't consume as much content as you think. I uh, follow a lot of like my clients cause I just love, and I follow like a lot of local and just women that like inspire me, excite me and artists. And um, what I've seen a trend is like, creators and I see it mostly I guess in the spiritual realm of spiritual businesses creators marketing their work and their services by putting down other creators by using comparison to prop themselves up I don't even know if people realize they're doing it I definitely like fell into that at first I didn't really know how to navigate social media and that was just my ego that was my own insecurity and I think it's something that's like 
important <laughs> to kind of grow out of. Um, when you start a business, when you start showing up on social media, it really amplifies, you know, insecurities. It amplifies the ego. It amplifies shadow. And that's exciting. Like, that, that's an exciting part of this. But I've seen it a lot recently. Um, you know, accounts that grow by making fun of how other spiritual accounts talk or sell or what offers they have, you know. And I think that, I don't think that's a very elevated message. Um, for example, recently I saw someone, I don't even remember who, they have they have some sort of membership or something and they were kind of like making fun of people who like tell a story about themselves and then at the end say you know join my membership or something and they were like I'm just gonna hard sell I'm just gonna not bullshit you and I think that obviously there's bullshit everywhere but I again I think that like What's wrong with someone sharing their experience and then selling their shit? You know, offering their shit. Or like, you know, there's this really big account and this person, I guess, is a medium. And this person just makes fun of spiritual coaches or whatever, but then also sells mediumship readings. And I just think there's like a mismatch in frequency, right? There's a mismatch in that. I wonder if I'm making sense. It's kind of half-baked, but whatever. I'm processing with you. It's like, it's an icky vibe. I don't know how to explain it, but like, if you, if you're marketing your work in comparison to how someone else is doing it, joke's on you, Right? There's obviously insecurity there. And to kind of market your stuff from a place of that insecurity, I think there's um there's your there's potency within your messaging that you're missing, you know? Um, so don't do yourself a disservice. So I know a lot of people who follow me are starting their spiritual businesses. You know, you're, you're starting to express yourself. So this is just me sharing with you mistakes I've made and things that I see that just energetically um, don't line up. And I think you probably know what I'm talking about if you're on online. Like, it's really rampant, honestly. Like, making fun of how... Um, other women talk, you know, or, or move. Like, I've seen it, you know, making fun of the women who talk about the yoni or whatever. Like, why use making fun of someone else <laughs> to market your own shit? Why? You know, just question that. Journal on that. Ask yourself that. Ask the inner child, like, hmm, where am I hurt? Where, how are they showing up that I wish I could show up like that? Because that's, like, often what it is, um... I used to get, and of course stuff annoys me, but instead of like focusing on that and using that as my messaging, I do the inner work and then I show up. Like for instance, I definitely used to get so fucking annoyed <laughs> at all of these manifestation coaches like saying like these quick fixes and these six figures and whatever. 
And now I don't even think about it so much because I instead I just use it as like, okay, that's how they're doing it. How do I want to do it? And then I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much for doing it that way so that I can understand myself better, right? That's the magic. That's the alchemy. So I feel like if you are taking someone's messaging that you don't like or that you're annoyed with or triggers you and going right to marketing your stuff in comparison without doing that middle groundwork, I think that, you again, you are um, dimming your own magic and your own potency. I don't know if that made sense. Whatever. Maybe it did. So second part of this, I wanted to talk about um, quantum inner child a little bit. Um, real quick, what the hell is the quantum inner child? I made up that phrase. Yeah, like it's so original, right? Just throw quantum in front of a word. Um, but I'll tell you why I call it that. Um, the way that I see the inner child work is, okay, everything's happening now, right? Um, linear time is this beautiful, exciting illusion. And when we think of, so this is how I came up with the quantum inner child work. First piece is I have a local woman mentor who I've worked with for the past, it's gotta be nine years now. And she really um, honed in on the value of the inner child. And I started doing readings. I started doing Akashic readings. So looking at like these parallel timelines of different incarnations in the, the stars and the galactics and galactic family and how it's translating to your energy now. So then I started to realized that in every single reading, these ET guides, when I was looking at the star origins, the all of these galactic dynamics translating into this incarnation, that the experience of the inner child is the most accessible, accessible like communication that we can have with ourselves. I'm kind of not explaining this the best. Sometimes it's hit or miss when I still, I'm trying to figure out like, how do I explain this shit? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so in your energetic body um, that I, I see in my, my third eye, I see the energetic body in my mind's eye of other people and myself. And you have your emotional body, okay? It's like a layer of energy. And in this emotional body, this is where all of your karma is contained. So what is your karma? Um, it's everything. <laughs> no, it's all, all experiences ever as an energy creating your now experience, basically. It's creating your vibrational set point and it's what continues the incarnation cycle of experience and every experience ever in all different incarnations on earth and i specialize in obviously like different galaxies and whatnot um are being expressed now in your emotional body but just with like different 
players, right? We're in a different density. And so in that emotional body, when I started looking at the tangles and the clusters, I'd always be directed after like explaining the fun galactic stuff contributing to it, I'd be directed to as an inner child. And that that is enough to dissipate and unravel a lot of the collected karma from the galactic because it's all happening now. You know, so you don't have to go into past lives. I mean, you can, like it's fun um, to untangle the karma and really shift your vibrational set point because shifting your vibrational set point is what shifts you into a different timeline. And so this again is like another understanding of the law of attraction, we'll say. Uh, when you want to attract different shit in your life. And again, this kind of loops back into like, we're creators, we're creators. That's what we do. We create. Um, and we're really at the forefront of creating in this density. And so in your emotional body, these energetic tangles, every feeling of being blocked, every trigger, every feeling of being stuck, is an inner child in a parallel timeline contributing to your now experience. So let's say you have an experience at age five. Um, it could be so simple. It could be like a teacher making you feel stupid, right? And you're going to project that energy onto your now experience over and over and over again because that inner child in the parallel timeline is sitting with that belief and just vibrating that belief. And it shows up as an energy tangle in your auric field. This is not the day where I'm explaining things great, but whatever. So I've been experiencing long COVID. Am I allowed to say it on the internet? I don't know. Just like the fatigue, I'm like 12 weeks out and I've been experiencing extreme fatigue. And for quite a long time, I was, um, oh, I'm so glad. It, okay, it's resonating. Okay. I'm trying to like, sometimes I make more sense than other times, but you know, just show up, right? Just show up. Just do it. Um... I was experiencing, I've been experiencing fatigue and really resisting it, really wanting to push it away, you know, fix it. I want to fix the fatigue, figure it out. Looking for all of the solutions, all of the reasons, all of the supplements, all of the stuff. And there's, <laughs> there's, um, obviously there's value in like, yeah, if you're eating a bunch of candy bars, you're probably going to feel like shit. So whatever, all that stuff. But regardless, looking at, I'm resisting the fatigue. So I was, I was like, all right, I got a quantum inner child this. I know this by now that this is what the lesson. So I do it and I go in, go into my nervous system. And the emotional body is the energetic imprint of the nervous system. So I go into the nervous system. I locate the resistance. And then I see it imprinted on my emotional body. I see the colors. I sit with it. I'm like, oh, I sit with it. 
mmm, it's, it's so, so resistant. I'm so resistant to the lesson. I just want the fatigue to go away. It's like, well, why do I want the fatigue to go away? Well, so I can do more. What's the value in doing more? Oh, then I get more. Is that true? So I go in, I go in, and I see little me. I see little me, and I'm in my living room. And I'm seeing my dad sitting on the couch watching TV after work, relaxing, maybe his beer, whatever, chilling. And then I see my mom in her scrubs. She's a nurse, and she's exhausted. She's so run down. And she's so upset that he's relaxing. And there's a fight. And I'm, I'm internalizing all of these beliefs and this energy, you know, of her, her beliefs around being tired, around not being allowed to rest. My mom's beliefs that pushing through fatigue is how you do life. That rest means you don't survive and you know you push until you're so sick you can't move and I witnessed this you know her experience with migraines and and serious fatigue and injury and um, a lot of emotional distress and so going into that the entryway was my experience right now with this post C-O-V-I-D, <laughs> fatigue, right? So you see how where I go with the entryway and then it goes down into the auric field, into the emotional body, and it's this like very imprinted image and experience of the inner child taking on those beliefs and then vibrating those beliefs. And when we make the intention to remember who we are, remember our worth, that doesn't automatically just like make make you hop into this timeline where there's no problems we're it's up to us to process that to get to that remembrance so i have been gifted with this experience of post vid fatigue because i have been asking i have been doing this work to really reframe the core beliefs that i have around doing an effort and receiving Am I still worthy of living a prosperous, abundant, exciting, beautiful life while I need rest, while I'm tired, while I'm not doing anything, right? So like, again, that's a very, very core belief for a lot of us, I think. We're all conditioned with that, but where we really get that conditioning is from um, our, our parents and people we were surrounded with as we were younger, when we were younger. And so, through the depth of that quantum inner child work, I now have a totally different perspective and experience with the fatigue. I'm not resisting it. Mama, dare I say I'm excited about it? No, I don't, don't want to go there. <laughs> but it's like, oh my God, this is like a gift to really, really dig into the belief that I have that like, doing equals receiving 
doing and pushing equals success. Doing, 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 doing at the end of the day equals surviving. And I don't want that to be true in my energy field anymore. And so I'm so happy that after a couple days of like texting all my friends, being like, oh my God, ah, and Googling like, oh, is it normal to still feel like this 12 weeks after COVID? Well, it is normal, A, but also like, what is the gift? How is this an entry point into a deeper remembrance, a deeper, almost like more of a blank canvas to create what I want? So it's like the energy patterns are painting. So say life is a blank canvas, right? Inherently neutral. Um... And then all of my energetic patterning is being painted on it. And then I'm having that experience. So to experience a different canvas, a different painting, a different physical reality, I have to paint something different on it with my energetic um, patterning. And I don't know any other way that's as potent than quantum inner child and then obviously the kundalini creates that neutralized baseline that nervous system regulation and remembrance of god you know to do it within that container so this is yeah that was my recent quantum inner child story and it's still going like i'm i'm really digging into that and that's about it that's about it so this will be a podcast episode um and this will be posted and i'm like thinking right now is there anything else i wanted to add to it I feel like I wrote quantum inner child notes. Like when I was doing this quantum inner child work on myself, um, I took some notes. Here it is. Why am I resisting the experience of fatigue? Um, how much permission can I give myself to rest and make money? Right. And it, it go again, it boils down to that, that, mother wound right um seeing her beliefs around rest absorbing her beliefs around rest um and also this kind of gaslight lighting myself of like no i'm not really tired i'm making it up it's my fault you know instead of it's like no it's an experience it's real for me so i hope you got something out of all of that (laughs) thank you for being here i love you i appreciate you and i'll talk to you soon go listen to the cosmic tea podcast okay bye (laughs)